This is Jesse Shrek with PracticalMissions.com and Saints Equipped to Evangelize, giving insight into church planning missions in postmodern culture and giving updates about our ministry and the opportunities that you have to get involved personally to make an eternal impact for the gospel in Italy. Today I wanted to answer a a question uh, that is very common among Christians nowadays, and rightfully, because it's a good question. And uh, this question came my direction uh, last week while I was over at our Bible Institute, Saints Bible Institute. Check it out at saintsbibleinstitute.org if you want more information. Uh, And one of the students mentioned this while we're eating lunch at the table, and uh, this, this question is so important to life. And uh, so many young people struggle with this question. But having been involved in ministry now for a number of years and working with a lot of younger people that come uh, to Italy and study at our Bible Institute and seeing this question over and over, I realized I've kind of developed uh, an answer uh, that can give direction to this question. Um, And in the future, we're also going to open up here on our podcast also to other questions like this, questions that uh, somebody would want to do to us or to any missionary to get more detail about missionary life. And we're going to start answering questions like that. In the future, we may even have other missionaries share on here uh, their insight and their thoughts on different matters and and things like that, as well as Italian believers maybe giving insight on certain things where we can ask them questions. Uh, There's a lot of different directions we're going to go, but one thing we're going to do from time to time is uh, a topic like today, uh, an actual question. And then we give an answer. So the question that was proposed to us last week, and uh, our, our question for today is, what is God's will for my life? What is God's will for my life? And if you're a good Christian, you do ask this question. You want to know, what should I be doing with the time that I have? How should I be using it? Uh, the younger people uh, ask this question Rightfully, It's a good thing to ask. Even the older people need to ask this question. Uh, But at the same time, we already have some very clear answers from God Himself about what we should do with our life. What is His will for our life? And as we'll see as we discuss these couple points here, is that often, though that is a good question, there's, there's some better questions that actually need to be asked. And that's not really the question we want to ask. Uh, so in regards to what is God's will for my life, a couple things come to mind, uh, things that God already made clear to us. One is all of us as Christians, if we are born again, we're converted, that means we have new life in Christ, we have new purposes in life, new meanings for life, and we learn all over what it means to live. Because until our moment of conversion, we've been living, but we've been living as corpses walking in a sense, not spiritually alive. And so we've been taught wrongly by the world all our life what is right, what is wrong, what is good, what is bad, what has value, what doesn't. And we need to learn afresh. And these are the reasons, I I believe, why why Jesus said, uh, Come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. And uh, take my yoke upon upon you and learn from me. Uh, He intends for us to learn from him on a daily basis, to learn anew what it means to be a disciple, to be a, a follower of Christ, and to truly live, to live the abundant life and live the eternal life. Um, so the first thing uh, that I would say when it comes to this question, what is God's will for my life? One, you're, su- you're supposed to honor Him. That's already given. You need to honor the Lord, honor your Master, honor your Redeemer, the one who saved you. We ought to feel obligated 
to honor him. It's just natural. Even in human relationships, we understand this. If somebody does you a favor, you should feel obligated to do something back in return. Uh, just today, I got a call from a guy at our English class. He wants to come to our Thanksgiving dinner that we're hosting soon here in Italy, where we invite our former English students to spend some time together participate in this traditional American Thanksgiving dinner, something totally different because they don't have that over here. Eat different food, hang out, but also get a good gospel message about the idea of giving thanks to God for what He gives to us. And this guy wanted to donate something. He wanted to give money or bring something to the dinner. I said, it's already paid for. It's covered. You can't bring anything in if you want to. You know, I appreciate the gesture, but he understood properly. We did him a favor. We helped him with his English, and now we're inviting him to a dinner. He feels obligated to do something in return. And it's a good example. Us as Christians, for Jesus Christ, we should feel obligated. What can I do for you, Lord? You've done everything for me. If we don't feel that sense of obligation, maybe we're not born again. Maybe something is not right, and it's a sign for us to check. So again, the idea is natural to honor our Lord with the rest of our lives. And I can give a ton of different Bible references to that, but we'll leave that out for now. Uh, another thing that God has already made clear to us is that we are to know Him daily. Uh, the reference here I would make is to the Apostle Paul. It says, uh, uh, I do all, I consider all things as a uh, waste in regards to knowing Christ, my Savior, to knowing Him truly, knowing Him deeply. And that's a call that we have also to, to know God in a personal way and to know Him more and more. We never exhaust God. There's always more to know. And all throughout eternity, we will continue to know God more and more, know more about Him. The Bible, it's it's a big book, but it's still, it's just one book. And it only it reveals to us all we need to know about God for now. But there are countless things, characteristics of God that we do not have anything, any clue about yet, that God just chose not to reveal to us yet. And in eternity, then we will begin to really discover and know God. Uh, but that's another thing, uh, knowing knowing Him daily, seeking Him, intimacy with God. Uh, a third thing that God already made clear to us is the idea that we are to worship, worship Him in whatever we do. To worship Him, whether you eat, whether you drink, do all unto the Lord. And that means in our daily life, whether we're a housewife, whether we're working, whether we're a, a plumber, or whether we're a theologian, whatever it may be, we do it unto the Lord Himself. We do the best we can. We put in our, our best effort as if we're doing it for the Lord Jesus Christ Himself. And I can testify to this in my past uh, working before I was a missionary. I took this seriously and I said, you know, whatever I do, I'm going to do the best I can. I don't do it for my boss as much as I do it for as if I'm doing it for Jesus Christ Himself. I want to do this well. I want to do the best I can. We're called to honor Him in that way. It's a form of worship doing uh, what we do unto Him. Uh, the fourth thing that comes to mind that God already made clear to us, again, the question, the big question we have, what is God's will for my life? The fourth thing he says is, um, be involved in the Great Commission. Be involved in the Great Commission. He did not just save us, redeem us, and now the party begins. He also saved us and then He sent us. He puts us into His mission useful instruments in His hands. And I believe many of us fall into sin. Many of us drift away from the Lord because we lacked an opportunity or we didn't take advantage of opportunities we had to take this call to be a missionary seriously, to to get out there and, and be involved in service, to be involved in preaching the gospel, to be involved in making disciples. But this is not something Jesus suggested, I remind us today. This is something He actually commanded and if we see things properly, we recognize, one, we're not fit for this. Two, we're not qualified. But um, it is a high call that we have. It's an, a huge honor to be involved with the Lord 
in his work of saving other people and maturing the believers. Uh, so that reminds us, if he said, uh, like he says in Matthew 28, in all the Gospels and the book of Acts, uh, this great commission, uh, go, number one, go, leave your own plans behind at times, go, uh, put my plan first and preach the Gospel, make disciples, baptize them and teach them all the ways of the Lord. This is the great commandment. So one way or another, we need to be involved in going. What does that mean? That would mean we need to ask ourselves, uh, how am I supposed to go? Where do you want me to go, God? And uh, if we have no way to go and no where to go, in a, in a large scale, a global scale, we help those who are called to go to get there. We support them. We pray for them. Uh, we get interested in what they're doing. But we all have neighbors we can go to. We all have people right next to us in our own spheres of influence that we can go to. And the other idea, evangelizing. This is not uh, a suggestion. When we understand things properly, we see this is a command of the Lord, which means if you're not evangelizing, if you're not seeking ways uh, to evangelize, which could be using your mouth and talking, but it could also be leaving tracks or doing something that doesn't involve you talking. One way or another, evangelizing, if to not do it is actually sin, because it's a command that the Lord gave. Same thing with discipleship, and this, unfortunately, in our day has become... uh, uh, in some in some areas, a, a secondary thing, discipleship. We hear about it, we talk about it, but we're not really doing it. We're not really getting one-on-one with someone to, to get into the Word of God, to go deeper, to ask questions, seek answers, to seek the Lord together, and also have people accountable to us, uh, be accountable to other people, to open up our life and to other people and say, hey, if you see something not right, please let me know. I want to know if I'm sinning against my Lord. I want you to, I give you that right to come into my life and let me know if you see something. Uh, this idea of discipleship, unfortunately, we don't see a lot. And uh, But in reality, we're all called as disciples to be involved in discipleship, to be getting discipled by someone, to be doing discipleship or discipling others also. And again, this is a high call that we have. Uh, so we want to make sure we're involved in those things. Um, a good example, though, um, of... Uh, a supporter of ours, actually, who studied here in Italy. Uh, her name is Megan McIntyre, I'll say that. And uh, I'm really inspired by her because she uh, she understood this idea that we're all supposed to be involved in missions and evangelism. It's what the Lord is most concerned about. It's His, his passion, seeking and saving the lost. And she, uh, she took some time after studying here and she sought the Lord. She even went on a couple mission trips, I believe, at least a few months, I think, in one country. And uh, afterwards, she realized, you know, Lord, uh, I I feel like you have not called me to go abroad. And so, since you didn't call me to go abroad, how can I be supporting those who do? And what did Megan do? She went, she finished college, she got a good paying job, uh, she lives a simple life, and she's actively involved in missions by supporting other missionaries, by giving to them, praying for them, and informing others about what they're doing and how they can be involved in that mission also. A great example, if you're not sent to go, if you have that confirmation, that means you're you're supposed to be helping others get there, which is a great thing. And Megan does a good job at that. And we're really happy to have her on our support team because she is such a good example. So we praise God for her. Uh, so the real question, if we look at this, what is God's will for my life? He already made that clear. And too many of us, too often are not involved in that in the first place. Uh, so we need to be understanding those four principles we just talked about. And above all, being involved in the in the mission of the Lord. We're, we're called to also be sent in some way. Uh, but the real question would be, what do I want to do? As this girl was talking about her 
desire to know God's will for her life. I thought, this is a beautiful thing. This is great. She's concerned about what the Lord wants. She's seeking that out. And she happens to be blessed and living in a, a prosperous country where she has so many options. And I realized that's her, her real issue. Uh, other places, other countries, you have no options. You're you're kind of living like slave conditions, or there's there's poverty. You have the options to to go to school, to do a different bunch of things. You just need to make money and work and and get on with life. Um, my my wife, for example, at 17 years old, had to leave her country, come to Italy just to to work, to make a living, and send it and helps care for her family back in her country. And uh, so some people don't have these options, but this girl and uh, most of us in the states, we do have options you go to the food store we got a whole bunch of different things to choose from 400 different cereals which one do i want we sit there for 10 minutes trying to figure out which cereal i want to eat so many options it can be overwhelming and the same thing as christians there's so many good things we can do so many avenues we can take which one is the right one and this is what the girl was really saying what is god's will for my life but the real question that uh, i i proposed to her was you know, when we look at what he's already made clear to us and how we need to be involved in that you already know god's will for your life those are the things so the real question you have is, what do you want to do with your life? What do you want to do with it? And being young, we still don't know these things. That's where we need to just go try different things, be involved in different things, be involved in different kinds of ministries, different uh, parts of the world even, and get an idea for how God made us, how He gifted us, and then pursue that, which is also really important because too many people today, I think, are going to school studying this, and then they finish and they go and do something totally different. Or they spend their entire life doing something that maybe makes them a lot of money, but they're, they don't like doing it. They, they just despise what they do. Uh, doesn't bring any satisfaction to them. Just because the world told them that's what you have to do and that's the way you got to do it. Uh, so that's another thing that we need to consider on this topic also. Why we do what we do and how God has really made us. Are we really putting the talents and skills He gave us to use? Uh, but the big question is, what do I want to do? What do you want to do? God gives us a lot of freedom here. He makes it clear what His will is. And then uh, I think Augustine said it best. He said, love God and do whatever you will. Love God and do whatever you will. What does he mean by that? He understood it well that he, oh, God already made these things clear. And if you love God, you'll do what he wants. You'll be involved in those, those things that he already revealed to us. One way or another, you'll be wanting to honor him, wanting to obey him, wanting to serve him. If you love God, you'll do those things. And then whatever you do, uh, it doesn't matter because you'll be doing those things while you do it. So God gives us a lot of freedom here. What is God's will for my life? It's clear. What do you want to do with it? That's the question God gives to you. Use it. Know your talents. Know how God made you and put that to use. Uh, while whatever you're doing, you're honoring Him, you're knowing Him, you're worshiping Him, and you're involved in missions, either by going, being involved one way or another, or helping a missionary uh, by supporting him or her, whatever he or she is doing in his call. You you join in with that person or that family to help them live the missionary life. Uh, so yeah, the real question would be, what do I want to do? Uh, what can I do? How has God enabled me? How has he gifted me? And the big question, how will I be involved in God's great commission? How will I be involved in that? Those are probably the better questions uh, as opposed to what is God's will for my life. That's already clear. But what are you going to do with it now? How are you going to put that into practice uh, would be the questions. Again, in the future, we hope to take uh, more questions like this. Unfold them for you. Share it. These Again, these are for all of our supporters and followers uh, to listen in and uh, maybe gain some insight. Maybe not. But the idea, uh, you're also open and, and welcome to send us the questions that you have 
Uh, if you want to hear from a missionary, uh, their perspective, we'd be happy to answer those also. And to do that, you could just email us at uh, jshrek.it at gmail.com. jshrek.it at gmail.com. Thank you for listening to Practical Missions Podcast with Jesse Shrek. I serve as a full-time church planning missionary with Saints Equipped to Evangelize in North Italy. I also promote biblical or practical missions through the website practicalmissions.com. This is in order to help our supporters and all onlookers to gain perspective on missions, missional living, supporting missions, and church planning in post-modern culture. For more information, visit practicalmissions.com. If you like the podcast, we encourage you now to come on over and join us on the inside. If you love Jesus Christ, you love this podcast, you love the Italian people, you love the church of Jesus Christ, it's the perfect place for you to meet other people and uh, see and understand more about the Italian culture and what is going on with Practical Missions Cohort in the Italian context. Look forward to seeing you over there. God bless.